0: Testing one two three. Testing. Testing.
1: Three. Two, one. Yo yo ma. Welcome to the Pack show, proudly brought to you by Pig Athletic Club and Double Take Sports, the show that brings you all the highlights, lowlights, reviews, previews, news, and the interviews from rugby here in Australia and around the world. My name is Jay Bourne. Joining me tonight, our starters, both of them back in the ring. We've got Dos and we've got Dal, and on the battler's bench, we have the husk of a human that used to be known as Ryan Freeney. Oh, Freeney, so Sorry. how are you going, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even talk to the microphone.
2: I've seen better days.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what did you do by the, on the bottle weekend? On the weekend. <laughs> yeah,
2: I just um, went to the curveball. Shout out to the curveball, it was good. And uh, we had some recovery <laughs> drinks yesterday, and, and here I am. Didn't recover too well. No.
4: <laughs> Where'd you stay?
2: Oh, that that's even better. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even ask the only where we're staying, right? And then <laughs> we get there and we get to this. He's like, oh, we're staying at the Met. Didn't look into it. Didn't well. Okay, cool. That's cool. We're sorted. We rock up to this pub. And we're walking. Obviously, there's no reception because it's a fucking pub. And then we get our keys and we go upstairs. Like And then they walk us around this back alley and then back into this other alley. And then upstairs. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I just walk in. and It smells like wet socks and and durries. Like just someone just. And then I was like, Fuck you, Sion. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "What man? It was the second cheapest in Toowoomba." <laughs> oh man, there's some. Yeah, it was rough. I only stayed there one oh. of the nights anyway, so it was all good. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it was like the, and like <laughs> like sh- y- compulsory thongs in the shower, and the, and the, the, you didn't have one in your room. It's one like it's like a, a dorm. communal one. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> communal and thong. Surely
3: motels aren't that expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't organise it, mate.
2: I trusted him. I trusted him.
1: Our communal
2: shower.
4: Got. He's a
1: real
2: sicko. In, in Toowoomba. Oh, man, he was sweet. And I was just like, bro, <laughs> what, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. What a journey. And then we came back down the range today and. It was good. Complete silence. Complete silence.
3: <laughs>
2: it's a good commitment from you. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All you guys had to say was no problem. See you next week, Ryan. And I wasn't <laughs> coming. But.
1: No, you messaged me. You're like, I don't know if I can make it. I'm like, come on, man. You've got to be You're like, all right, I will be. I'm like, that yeah. was easy. <laughs> a team player, team first. Yeah, that's it, mate. That is, man. Yeah. Need some electrolytes. You are killing it, friends. <laughs> Absolutely killing it! All right, we've got a huge show this evening. <laughs> we've got uh, the final Sweating. round of Q-
3: QPR
1: rugby Sweating. in the book. So we've got our uh, we're going to be looking forward to the semi-finals this weekend. We're going to be reviewing the set of the huge semi-finals in uh, the Shoot Shield as well as the grand final coming up this weekend. And there has been huge results in the world of. Top-tier rugby around the world, in particular the Aussie Sevens, earlier today bagging their first-ever World Series championship. Also, we're going to be uh, getting called in by, um, I think, Freeney or, or Big Fat Dust teed up uh, an interview with uh, acclaimed author Perry Neum. So he'll be calling in for a quick yarn as well. So that should be terrible. Uh, but in the <laughs> meantime, let's get straight into it. Uh, I just alluded to it before, lads. But Dossie Boy, the Aussie Sevens men's have claimed... The World Series Sevens title, first time ever since its inception in 1999. First time ever. How, good. How uh, good? Massive. Yeah, just a brilliant result for, just a really good group of men. I think, you know, winning the world champion, or um, well this being a series champion, it just talks to their consistency. You know, over the last sort of eight months that the, um, that the IAB Sevens has been going on. John Meneni's obviously doing a really good thing, and I think they've sort of changed their, they've changed their strategy in terms of sevens. Historically, I think it's been a breeding ground for young, up and coming super rugby guys. It's like go to sevens, get some world experience, and then come back into the super rugby squads. Yep. Whereas now, you know, it's guys who are picked for sevens because they're, you know, their attributes that they bring to the game more suited for sevens and then they stay in it. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's a totally different game, isn't it, Dale? Sevens to 15. So, you know, you need to have guys that are committed to the game of sevens, and then you'll start to get results like this. And the big thing, Dow, is the fact that 12 months ago, the professional uh, sevens team was squad was halved. So there's only six full-time professional players in that squad. They've plucked them out of club rugby and the fringe super rugby players, and they've gone on and claimed World Series title. That's it, It's absolutely massive that they can gut the program, and then they can win bring it. these players in <laughs> and win it. Like, it's huge.
4: It's massive. And at one point there, there wasn't going to be, you know, any fully contracted guys. They were just going to pull guys from club footy and and super rugby. But it's a test of them. And I think what what Doss also alluded to was, you know, they messed around there for a while trying to find sprinters who could become, Um, you know, players. But these guys are all rugby players right they're footy players they're footy players and that's what i reckon we've missed over the last four five six seven eight years do you know what i mean it was trying to create guys who were skillful and whatever else to make them sevens players like these guys are footballers do you know what i mean and some of them will go on and play super rugby and a lot of them will just play sevens. Like Maurice Longbottom, he's not going anywhere, but he'll be a sevens player forever. But they're rugby players. And yeah. that's the best part about it. And John Minetti's done a, a terrific job.
1: And and coupled with the women jagging the uh, the World Series uh, in May, I think in Canada, obviously claiming gold. And then there's a World Cup on mm. September 9th through the 11th in Cape Town, I think it is. So, I mean, both sides are on the pre- precipice of greatness, you'd have to say. Like it's it's insane Massive where they're at. Yeah, and, and I, I just I it blows me away. It blows me away, and it just goes to show that there's something going on with uh, Tim Walsh and John Monanti that they're able to get play, like they're getting club players. These guys are professional athletes, and they're winning the largest professional sevens tournament in the world. Mm. I, I don't yeah uh, it it absolutely staggers me. I can't
2: it's weird though like when they had the whole full-time thing right and like you were saying they're plucking random dudes out of you know sprinters and whatever and then they had this full-time squad and they they they're always sort of coming fifth or fourth or whatever but now like you said they've they've halved the team got guys that are just proper rugby players and then win it i
1: yeah i actually hosted the old dogs lunch at the kennel on friday and ben darwin was the guest speaker and I don't know if you know, he started GameLine Analytics yeah. where he talks about TWI, Teamwork Index, and talks about cohesion is so much more important than talent. And he actually says, if you spend your time chasing talent, you'll never build an empire. And You know, you look at the Melbourne Storm, you look at all these. And it, this is the perfect example. It's more about, he says, experience is one thing, but shared experience is so much more important. And, like, you've got guys who... Even though they don't necessarily maybe play at the same clubs in Sydney, they play against each other, and they might see how they play and all this sort of stuff. You're not dragging people in, and then they come into this environment, and you've got guys that just seem to hit the ground running, and their cohesion is phenomenal. I, it, like, it, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm blown away with just how amazing this feed is. I, like the women have been world class for a long time. We know that. And we've actually said, I think we said on this show earlier this year, we were like, the men would probably would be disappointed with that result, I think, earlier this year when we were talking about it, uh, the Com games. Mm. Because John Manenny held them to a high standard because even though they are young, they are good. And that's evidence of it. Mm. Like, these I can't, it blows me away. These dudes <laughs> are club rugby footy players. They're club footy players and they're the best sevens players in the world. Yeah. I mean, and that also lends to the, um, the standard of club footy. Like yes. you know, hundred percent, man, the, the good players, they exist there. They just need the right opportunity. Yep. Seven's provided the pathway for those guys and mate, there are, you know, a handful of others who are just chomping at the bit, waiting for the right opportunity. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes it's just luck. It's timing. A lot of, you know, you speak to a lot of people and a lot of careers, professional careers, like it just comes to, there's a sliding doors moment. And it's just a moment of timing and luck, you know, the right coach, an injury you get your opportunity and then you, you know you're ready to take it you know for these guys it was the um i guess the stripping of the professional system around or the contracting around the sevens and it's like all right we've got no choice but to pick club guys and now look at them yeah speaking of sliding doors moment mine came when i was young just in Colts. it was like you know focus play footy and you could be good or spend the next 15 years developing alcoholic fatty liver disease and you know, blowing <laughs> yourself up and you know, one thing led to another, and here I am, unfortunately. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of absolutely killing it, the Wallabies oh. pumped the Springbok. Well, Oof. didn't necessarily pump them, but 25-17 pumped in favour over the world champion Springboks. Um, this start from the Wallabies was amazing, and we've spoken about it just last week. The idea that the Wallabies don't start to don't tend to start strong, and I think this is only what ninety seconds in, and Fraser McWright goes in for the first <laughs> of two tries. <laughs> I love seeing how G'd up Fraser Wright gets when he scores tries. To out. mate, he is—he is made to wear gold. He but certainly
4: is. Ever since you saw him, you know, playing showing in the twenties and representative country representing his country and captaining them there, he just—he froths on it. Right, he's just so competitive. He doesn't want to lose. Every time he pulls on that jersey, it's just an immense occasion for him.
1: And this man right here, Marika Koroibet, mate, just in and away, <laughs> as if he's not the world rugby player of the year, already, has to be me. he, he to, is out of control. There's no question that he is the best winger in the world. Like he's the best in his position, but he goes hunting for pick and goes. He goes hunting for big <laughs> shots. Like Freddie, you love oh, Marika.
2: Wait, that tackle he did on Mum Pimpy. holy shit.
1: Yeah, I think we'll be having a look at that later but, on. Uh, but yeah, that
2: little stutter step, hey, he just—he's just so busy, man. He, he is. just looks for work. He's just always like,
3: yeah.
1: But there was one thing in particular, Dal. I mean, we we saw the Wallaby set piece. I mean, for the first time, we—the set piece is usually pretty good. Jeez, this was good. Little flick pass here for Fraser McWright. Jeez, that's cheeky as hell. Mate, but the set piece, Dal, that was very dodgy. Very dodgy.
4: Our Dodgy set piece. piece. Yeah, I think it's on constant work on for us, right? I think we're still a little bit unsettled there, and it's somewhere we're always going to be a little bit laxed, and it's something that we need to improve on. I think defensively, you know what I mean. How much was there a difference, you know, this week? I think whether it is the hey. yeah, whether it is the influence of Laurie Fisher or not, maybe it's a new voice, or maybe it is what it is. But the way we stepped up defensively, I thought was just.
1: Enormous. Speaking of defensively, though, Doss, do you think we, like, that was a, what, 20-something-odd lead with five or six five minutes to go. go? Yeah. And we ended up with an eight-point win. Do you think that is go- uh, not so much cause for concern, but it's something that needs to be addressed? Because I mean, it happened earlier this year as well. Oh, geez, did he even put the ball over the line? Anyway, um, <laughs> the <laughs> I think it's definitely going to be a talking point in camp this week. And yeah. they'll be disappointed with the last five minutes of the game conceding two tries right at the end. Um, I think South Africans'
2: bench is probably better than ours. Like, if you're looking at on paper, um, bloke for bloke, I reckon South Africa they seem a bit stronger off the bench. Like their bench seems very strong. When they come on, they they really um, well, lift it up a notch. Like especially like, their front row and all that sort of stuff. Like Quagga oh, Smith, mate, he was brilliant. Yeah. Quagga Smith, mate, he's he's insane.
1: He is the man. He, well, is.
2: he used to be awesome at sevens, and now he's been jacked up. On the old stingrays died, I reckon. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. But he's spent a year off, is <laughs> yeah. No, but like they're they they um not saying our bench isn't quality, but their bench is like they could start seamlessly. Yeah. It's and not even it's just not their bench; it, they've yep. got a
1: squad of world class players. When you consider there are players that don't even make their match day twenty three, that mm. almost in any other world fifteen will walk straight in. They are class, and they're again, massive. so that's eight wins in Australia in a row that the Wallabies have beaten the South Africans. Mm. Like we, we are clearly their bogey side. I don't know why it is, but we always have been, especially here in in Australia. What are you reckon anything you could put that down to, friends? I don't know, mate. We're trying to take their heads off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, they just stepped up, didn't they, physically? Like they just started well. They started well and they just didn't um, fall into the trap of letting South Africa get them physically, in in my opinion. And they just they just not at all.
1: Well, there was one thing that we saw in that match. Um, there's been so much conjecture about it in regards to Fafda Clerks. Uh, um, yellow card against Nick White. We've got the footage here. So he's obviously just looking to put a bit of pressure on it.
3: Uh,
1: uh, um, gets creased backwards. And referee Paul Williams uh, shows him the cheese due to contact in the face. and. <laughs> dramatic. Like, so, so there has, That's so embarrassing. Mate, <laughs> you should see the amount of just shit munches going Godzilla in South Africa over this man. Like, there are just reporters saying the Paul Williams should be dropped from international rugby. Uh, Brian, uh, uh, Nick White should apologise like Brian Habana had to and all this shit and they're like, it's disgraceful and I'm absolutely like, Absolutely disgraceful. Mate. Yeah. No, what but did, I what reckon, did Brian like, Habana have to apologise? So for? a few years ago he got a pretty hectic shot from Owen Farrell and he stayed down and milked the penalty and he actually went out and wrote his own apology being like I'm sorry this has no place in the game and they're like they should do what Brian Habana did and it's like shut up they are I know I ragged on the All Black supporters a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> South African supporters are the biggest pussies I've <laughs> ever come across. And they actually updated Nick White's uh, Wikipedia page. <laughs> so you can see here, at uh, the top right there, it says Nick White, actor, rugby player. Um, it also says his <laughs> position is drama queen, and Manchester United are currently uh, looking to recruit him. So they <laughs> were quick onto the old keyboard <laughs> there. But, mate, like you should hear them. like South African pundits... They just cannot cop a loss. Like, no. I like, was Paul Williams that bad? I don't think
4: uh, so. I don't think so. No. I think in
1: that instance is... You know. I, I, I reckon didn't, it's dramatic, I didn't but, but
2: if you're looking at it, what he's done is he still struck his head. Yes, and so, that's the know. thing.
1: He actually said that with a sort of smile on his face. I thought it should have been a penalty at most. Yeah. Yeah. So the yellow yeah. is like, okay, but that's not why he lost. Yeah, correct. Like, Andre Pollard couldn't hit the backside of a barn. Yeah. Yeah. You guys couldn't convert any of your tries. Larry like. You were pumping our twenty-two. Even um, what's his name? The ball coach, Niedermeyer, was like, he's like, yeah, we had like fifteen opportunities in the twenty-two and came away with no points, whereas they came away with points. Exactly. It's right. like shut your traps. Even Butch James came out and said it was disgraceful. Butch James. Have they played? No, the shot Nick White's reaction. I'm like, Butch James is like, he's called it probably called it disgraceful because he's like, if you're going to hit someone in the face, do hit it with him. your <laughs> shoulder, <laughs> shoulder. Yeah. yeah, you cheap son of a bitch. Like, yeah. Butch James, of all people, saying that's disgraceful. Fuck, oh, turn it up. I, ju- I reckon South Africa just come to Australia and they probably just enjoy themselves way <laughs> too much, hey? Because you reckon? It, mate, like the team that plays against, and it happens year on, year out. They... New Zealand come to South Africa, South Africa blow them off the park with just unbelievable brand of footy. And then they come here, and no, not taking any credit away from the Wallabies, they're obviously different game plans and you adjust. But then they just fucking, they look terrible. Like Andre can't kick.
2: Yeah, it's weird, because he's, he's usually kicking 60 metres out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, like, and like Fran Steyn is just slipping all over the place and dropping the ball, and they just built no momentum, like... Yeah. I don't know, it's just strange... I mean, it's Wallabies stra- were good. The box were bloody dreadful. Mm. So, their well, fans yeah, well, can like, stick it up well, their chuckles.
2: We've still got a fair few injuries, don't we? Yeah, there's still the a fair, fair few guys. You know what now. I mean? So, like, we had a few guys and, come and back the in. And the boys played well. Yeah. But, like, you know, South Africa... Yeah, at the moment, you'd think that they were, it would be, you know... but no, I, mean, I don't want to speak right too soon, because next week...
1: You go to that first try, the first 90 seconds, I think, what was evident for me... Is that you know? It started with Tom Wright, little offload to Valentini, like it was that offload through contact, and then yeah. from that ruck, it was a little bank tip onto Lauferinger. He went through, yep, and then from there was a little tip onto Fraser McRae. I think it was ruck. yeah, Flat- oh, well, was the one. Fraser beat. was yeah. everywhere, huh? yeah. But he it's just it's mo- it's moving that point of attack, Not and it's the small interchange of like skill, correct, the, correct. That's the small skills all adding up to do you reckon an awesome um, performance? Do you reckon
2: Hooper walk straight back in?
1: Yes, mm, because yeah, it's probably. Michael Hooper. Yeah, no, he no, will that's just trying um to... No, wait, trying to stir <laughs> up some controversy hey, yeah.
2: really controversy <laughs>
1: <laughs> um speaking of bloody dreadful the all blacks
3: yeah, 18 25 good, over mate. the
2: argies they were mate did i say this the other week did ya i said the other week they're going to they're going to win a couple more games
1: <laughs> oh mate they're on top of the ladder with this um With this win over the All Blacks. And yet, look, the All Blacks were good. They had a pretty commanding lead at half time, but Emiliano Buffelli nailed, I think, five penalties to keep them in the match. Um, But it all started here. Talke Aho made. He is. In New Zealand,
2: too. How good is this?
1: In Christchurch. In Christchurch, in a 20,000 seat stadium, and they didn't sell it out. What? Yeah. Really? Yep. 26,000-seat stadium, they couldn't sell it out. And people were saying, is the game dying? And other people are like, no, the stadium just sucks, and it's yeah. six degrees. And it's fucking freezing. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, I'm not a penguin. Oh, mate. <laughs> Chips, you know and I, mean? Chips and I went to the Premiership MPC final there about four years ago between Canterbury and Tasman in October, and nearly froze to death. And they were just all about it. But as you said, friends, the All Blacks were good, but the Argies... They were Which, just speaking of defense, their defense was amazing. David Kidwell. That is. That is the Wii. I think at one stage with 10 minutes to go, the All Blacks have made 71 tackles, the Argies 135, both with only seven misses. So a 95 well, plus percent tackle success rate for the Argies, mate. they The, the Argies, like, they, they are they're just
2: physically like, big side. They're, they're skillful, they're fast, and all that sort of stuff. So maybe all they needed was. A couple, you know, a different coach and a different perspective, and oh, and they've got like that. They're actually like, like, well, yeah, you're not, you're not going, you're not going to get an easy game out of those guys. And ever. then
1: Samso here with the turnover, just turn, spin, yeah, that was. Man. See you later, try time, and that was almost the straw that broke the camel's back. buffelli nails that conversion from the sideline, extends it a little bit further after that with the penalties. Like, the the Argies played perfect test footy, Dow. They
4: certainly did. They stepped up again. I think Michael Checker with that breath of fresh air that he's brought, but also I think he's just got to believe in right. Yeah. That's the big thing, and they just stuck in the game and you know, the same did the same thing against Australia. It's just phenomenal what they're doing.
2: They look like they'd be a hard team to handle. Like you know, they just they offload. They just do like random things at random times that you probably like a French sort of you know player that you don't know what they're going to do. A bit of, of fl- yeah, They got that flair and and, they, and they're big in this. Physical as well. Yeah, I
1: think what Checker will bring will that Checker will bring to them is that ruggedness, um, that they've maybe lacked in the past. I mean, you know, their ability to stay within their game plan even when things aren't going that way. If things aren't going their way. This is the first time ever, hey first win in New Zealand they beat ever. them in um Australia a few a couple of years ago during covid yeah but not New Zealand this is not like in New Zealand that's so that's 2 so years crazy. ago was their first win over them ever and now they've picked this up so god damn we we've spoken about uh, do we even talk about Ian Foster no nah.
2: no no nah. but like nah. Argentina are one about. of those teams too you can't uh you have to discipline they'll kick it from anywhere Yep. and just anywhere they just Buddy hell. But I kill. tell
1: you what it's all contributing to is damn good World Cup next yes. year. Yes.
2: It's it's so good to see. Like look, I was looking at the oh, the table today with Argentina at top. Whoever see that, then Australia, then Buddy. Oh, it was South Africa, then Australia. South Africa and New Zealand. Yeah. It's like when have you ever said seen that? It's usually like New Zealand at the top, and then it or us trying to like Yeah them. vying for <laughs> second. Yeah, trying to get second. <laughs> <laughs> now Argentina's not there. He's like, Fuck,
1: I'm not even angry. No, not at all. No, it's absolutely awesome. All blacks are in disarray. Wallabies won. Aussie (laughs) sevens are on top of the table. Is. Is. Life's good How good Life is good, good. Life is so good um, That said Unfortunately The Wallaroos 14 points to 22 Going down to the Black Ferns Much better performance Friends And uh, BN Tarita Picking up two tries On debut <laughs> Mate She's How good's that? a gun She's
2: 19 she, years old She just shit The first one she oh, Poor she girl she,
1: she, <laughs> But then A minute later I Had know, an opportunity to, to rectify it But uh, This was a much more uh, A much Much improved Performance Dow. Massively
4: uh, I mean last time They played there It was absolutely dusted They look like they're Playing with a lot more Cohesion A little bit more direct In the way they're Approaching the game They brought in a few Younger girls that are Coming in now And, and they're doing A sensational job They've got a bit of Point of difference And it's only time now Just, uh,
2: just a bit scrummaging Probably
1: Yeah just set peace again Set piece again that. I think
2: They'll think that New Zealand side Bloody hell. Oh, mate, hard.
1: Joanna Nanwu, their second roller, yeah. got player of the match, and she is a couple of those birds would be hard beast. to stop from out, <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, mate. She was just decimating chicks that, left that, and who right.
2: That was the big Fijian um, uh, prop. She was just ending birds, too. <laughs> <laughs> She's, I can't
1: remember who ran into it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't remember who ran, but they, this, one of the girls ran straight into two of the props and just got decapitated.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and and as you said, the set piece was was not good enough evidence. I think Eva Kapani and Liz Partou both dragged up to 34-odd minutes just to try to spark something. But it's the, it's the, the refined elements, the things that come with a bit of cohesion. But, yeah. mate, you can see the difference between Bella McKenzie and Michaela Leonard, our second rower and our 10, respectively, who yeah. both played in the New Zealand comp earlier this year. Like... They, they are just a rung above. Like Bella Mackenzie is a yeah. superstar, She's silky, an yeah. absolute superstar. Same with Georgia Fredericks, mate. So, yeah. look, it, it is much improved. They've got the World Cup in a month or two's time down in New Zealand. I don't know, like that they'll probably they'll be coming up against some really fierce and really well-drilled teams from around the world. But yeah. it can only be good for them, and hopefully this is, this sets them on the right path. Um, all right, well that rounds out. Uh, just touching base on all the news in world rugby at the moment. Now, um, Zach has just given me the word that uh, we are being joined by uh, acclaimed author uh, Perry Neum, the author of memoirs, memories, memories, and Mongoloids. Uh, Perry, are you are you there, mate?
0: Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. i be here.
3: How are you? <laughs> <laughs> did, that, did that work?
0: Did that? Wait, yeah, did that work? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes. Yes.
0: Geez, I got nothing to do up here in Townsville. I mean, on my media blitz world tour of my book, which uh, memoirs, <laughs> memoirs, memories, memories, and mongoloids reached number one on the list of problematic books released this year. <laughs> Pretty chuffed. <laughs> did you guys read it? Did you? Yeah. Did you guys read it?
1: Approved. You did? Yeah, yeah.
2: Because
0: I, I, I sent five copies to Pack HQ. They must be coming with the pack of show shirts, am I right, Dos? Yeah, we got yeah, yeah and they and, must be and, nah. Nah. Exactly, are yeah. yeah, yeah, They're yeah. on the to-do okay. list. Uh, oh no, you guys go. Question?
1: <laughs> no, well, Perry. So, Perry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you said you, you're uh, you're in a worldwide media blitz yes. for your new book. Um, yep. so, so where are you at the moment, mate?
0: That's irrelevant. Uh, boys, this is a uh, warts and all gripping book, a gripping look into life of a former player. Plenty of warts. Tour of Borneo, plenty of warts, believe you me.
3: Uh,
0: this is uh, <laughs> a blurb, blurb written by Oz Rugby's favourite sons, Phil Kearns, David Ciampese, and Peter Bad Boy Bandana Fitz, Fitzimers. I'll do it.
3: Yeah, uh, thanks. You're, you're
0: welcome.
2: uh. <laughs> uh is that permanent right, that's marker? it. See
3: you, guys. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, yeah, it is permanent. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> what
0: so is, how did you get that off?
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah, you've got a very nice no, prison no pussy going on there, uh, Perry.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I've got to keep this on till, uh I've got David Koshi uh, <laughs> for uh, Sunrise tomorrow, so I've got to keep it on for it. Did, did, did I hear you guys want me to read a little excerpt from yep, it? Yep, hmm? <laughs> yeah. yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Okay, shush. shush. I reached for him. My palms were sweaty. He put... Guys. He pulled me closer. My mouth was dry. Like, super dry. You know when you have (laughs) that bit of white gack that connects your lips together in the corner of your mouth? Yeah, that dry. Our eyes locked into focus. I knew that the time was getting closer. I had butterflies in my stomach. I felt like a schoolgirl. His big burly arms surrounded me. I felt his embrace. My knees were weak. Our faces got closer and closer until... I packed my first scrum for the wallabies. So, you know, it's just, it's just like a look at, you know, just a couple of stories, you know. You know how it is. Plenty of that kind of stuff.
1: Very intense. I want to read more. Am I, oh. to... No. I, I,
0: I, I wish I'd gotten more excerpts. I'd love to read a lot more out for you, but I'd, I haven't got oh, I them. Don't, I don't have a book in front of me, guys. I just had that.
3: Don't worry.
1: I'll just call. Uh, Pac- I'll call Pack HQ. Yeah, we'll read
0: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sione must have them. They must be sent to Amsterdam yeah. or something. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they must yeah. be coming. Actually, um, uh, g- can you guys put uh, uh, Young Ryan back on the back on the screen? There he is. Um,
3: Hello.
0: I think. I, I think. Hi. My, my name is Perry. Mate, I think I've seen you before. We're, did, did I think I saw you wearing a uh, wearing a suit and a top hat before? Is this,
2: is this <laughs> you? No. No.
0: Is that, oh, is, that is you. <laughs> oh, wait a second. I thought i recognised recognize you ah oh, it's crazy yeah. and, and and believe it or not you even said penguin before and that was just a thank you for the thank you for the volley i love it knock him over there's
2: a filter i don't
0: even know what happened um and then uh oh wait who have we got who else we got over here oh dos oh. So, I've the... did you see me big into fitness before I thought I saw a little (laughs) thing of you in uh, this fitness video. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Is that you?
1: That's it. That's it.
0: That's (laughs) it.
1: That's it. With your arms down.
3: Arms. That's it.
0: It's all the arms. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All the hips. Uh,
3: oh, oh, wait. Who else we got over here? Oh, oh,
0: oh Jay. Oh, is that Jay?
3: Jay,
0: I, I swear I've seen you at a royal parade or something. Oh, yeah. Is this is this you here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: uh, little jet look a little
3: cutie. Uh, what a day, am I right?
0: Oh, talk about rough day. Grrr, Mondays. Um and um I used to play for I I used to play for brothers back in the day, so Dal, you're all good, mate. Nothing for you.
1: Thank God. Thanks for that, Perry. Thanks, Perry. Thank God. Did you actually play for brothers back in the day, Perry? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, back in the day, back in the
3: day. Hey, <laughs> hey,
0: hey, he's up. Um, yeah, yeah, long time ago. Back when, back when, um, back when uh, we used to play with leather balls. I remember getting my hands on big, heavy, leathery balls, When they got wet. It was like handling a bar of soap in the teacher's north showers. Risky, right? I, that's when men were men. That's all I'm going to say about it.
1: Men were with men, or men uh, were men. What was that?
0: You heard what I said.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all in the book. Uh, if you'd read it, if you'd bloody given them out, we'd all have read them, right?
1: Yeah, that is true. Uh, we'll have, we'll have to fire them. Uh, is it? Yeah, else? yeah. Or, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe
0: something <laughs> else. Slightly problematic, believe it or not, mate. <laughs> anyway, guys, i go. have got to go. Gosh, on the phone. <laughs> See you, guys.
3: All
1: right, Perry well, ladies and I'll gentlemen. Tell
3: you
0: all. <laughs> <laughs> Get him off. Wait, wait, wait.
1: No. Oh,
3: wait. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> it's been a pleasure.
1: Perry yeah. ladies and gentlemen, uh, acclaimed author of memoirs, memories, memories, and
3: mongoloids. <laughs>
4: He's doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> what about the See DOS? next one? week, boys, maybe. <laughs> the DOS one?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. He's too good.
3: He's too, <laughs> too good.
2: I hope he's, joined, he's enjoying uh, his tour, uh, his worldwide tour. There was permanent marker on his
1: face. Too. So do I. He looked like, um, you know, Julian from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <laughs> he's always holding like a rubber coke and he's just dark hair with the goatee. We'll have to bring up a photo of Julian looks from Trailer Park Boys. That's <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> so Steven Seagal. Steven Se- <laughs> push point, push point. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh man. He, is... <sighs> I mean, I he is so sick and twisted in the head. Is um oh, to Perry Neam. All right, let's move ahead. <laughs> um, I think Perry just ticked off our battlers bench segment for this week as well, didn't he, Zaki boy? Yeah, he did. So we've got plenty of, <laughs> plenty of, uh, plenty of action <laughs> in the um, club rugby scene from the weekend just gone. Um, we're, we're not going to review too much footy from QPR's final rounds. Um, West twenty seven over South ten. Ooh, West weren't the best. Sunnybank twenty six. Brothers 52, UQ 47, Smoke Jeeps at Yoku 47-17, and then Bond pumped the Tigers 41-19. Um, So, as I said, we're not going to review too much of that footy. More so preview uh, the upcoming finals this weekend. Uh, Saturday afternoon, the major semi. We've got West playing uh, UQ at Yoku Road. Um... Looking at form of these two sides, down over the last few weeks, you've got to go UQ.
4: Certainly, mm. they
1: they've been phenomenal. One hundred and fifty plus, uh, one hundred and fifty odd points over two rounds.
4: Yeah, obviously they're exceptional against Sunnybank <laughs> to come out and dismantle GPS like they did on the weekend was pretty special. Mm. Two concerns, obviously Ripley, he's gone, and nasa has yes, gone sorry. for the oh. year. So Cam oh, so Flavel. What, what happened to Ripley? ankle as well yeah, it doesn't look like rude. he'll be back but Cam Flattle played quite well when he came on and he's a, a, a very very good hooker but it, still Josh Nassar is, is just a different beast his work right around the food yeah. field is amazing yeah. and then Ripley's just so robust mm. but you know they've been sensational their speed of ruck and the way they play the game and the speed at which they play the game is just outstanding and it's a simple style of footy
1: it's always been simple man yeah, it's it always been they simple.
4: stay away from set piece they go quick taps mm-hmm. they play field position and they do a terrific job at it like pat murray's
1: leading from the front he's been, been, been scintillating it, hey. he's been he's been phenomenal Absolutely. Absolutely he's, been scintillating. Scintillating. he's been involved in everything yeah, yeah. but you, you you touched on losing ripley and um nasa but cameron Plavel, we we just spoke about is a phenomenal footy player Lucas Ripley's replacement is TJ Sir Cassini who's arguably actually their best center Correct. At, at, on game day because he's just so destructive. Yeah, so I mean it, it's going to be interesting you see UQ going against a star-studded West Side but we were talking just before about cohesion, Dow. Like mm. we're talking about cohesion and you've got a West Side with the a most lot of,
2: ridiculous backline in the entire universe. A
1: ridiculous backline. Backline, sorry, <laughs> sorry, a ridiculous backline that doesn't seem to click. Takes a long time; has taken a long time for them to click in these games of footy. And correct me if I'm wrong, but
4: they'll have another fly half at the helm for the rest of the year. So my understanding is Carter Gordon is potentially in doubt.
2: What happened? Is he injured?
4: Is that right? No, yeah, he's done for the year. So then again, you've gone from in you know, the start of the year who they had John O'Kent at John one Kent, point, yeah. um, Cooper Wide side foot in there. And they had Carter when he came back. Now they've got Mason. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it makes it difficult for them to get that cohesion. Mm-hmm. Dungunu steps up every time he plays for West. It doesn't matter what level he plays. He's terrific. You know, Vunavalu and those type of guys. You know what I mean? Trying to get back and play good fl- club footy it makes it difficult. It's going to be <sighs> interesting.
1: Uh, I just think if, if the doggies <coughs> want any chance, they are going to have to turn the screws in the time. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and that's, but that's what down. Jeeps didn't do. They, they could Well, they couldn't really do it. I think, like, they both play high-tempo attacking footy, but I think Doggies have the advantage at the set piece and in the forward pack. So if they're going to have any chance, they've got to match that. But you can't have a UQ side that can race out to a 20-something-odd lead um, for UQ uh, uh, against Jeeps and then obviously a 50 million-point lead at half-time against Sunnybank. You can't have a side that starts like that and then a side like Wes who haven't started well going toe-to-toe to toe. like the doggies the doggies have got to start, well, start well. well they've got that. They, they, they've got to start as, well they're
2: not they don't have like they're a, they're one of those sort of more um I wouldn't say a slower pack or they're a slower pack than uni like uni play that really up tempo game which if they don't match that it's going to be hard to come back if they don't get yeah a but I mean start. what
1: what they need to try to do is not match it it's slow. they slower, need yeah. to play how like they want to play they, yes. everything needs to be a contest yep they need to, you know, create contests where they're going to create errors because then errors lead to set piece. And then that's where they'll have dominance. Correct. Yeah, I mean, it's It's the exact way that we played uni in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, East, we knew with Van Neck, George Francis, Richie Asiata, Benny Moen up front. It's like, you know, and they showed us in that major semi, they just blew us off the park just by playing that quick, just continuity, cont- continuous game of rugby. And so we thought, you know, when, we, when it comes finals, me and Pilsy just got to h- hit corners or hit contestables, make every every kick a contest, force an error, go to scrum time, establish our dominance, kick to the line, go to set piece. Make every facet of the game yeah. Yeah. a and contest. I mean it, it because might... once you lose the contest to UQ, they go bang, bang, bang. And correct Mac, Coyotes is in the corner. Mac really steps yep. this guy. This shit, ha- like, TJ's over the top of that guy. Like yeah, Just like Bond, they'll go 30 phases in the 87th minute to score a try. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can do that to you. So you've just you got to remove that from the game. And I mean, it's 80 minutes of boring footy, but you'll get a result. Um, I just want to <laughs> highlight some footage as well. So we saw, obviously, that there was a terrible injury to Josh Nassar with a badly broken ankle from the weekend just gone. It was in the lead-up to Mac Greeley's try. So um, Mac Greeley, you can see here, we, we won't show the injury itself, but Mac Greeley scores a try, talks a bit of shit. Um, and then handles seeing the injury pretty well here. Oh. Nearly spews in his hands, and then it cuts to Josh Nassau, who's just taking it like an absolute champ. So, <sighs> I mean, he is as tough as teeth. Josh, now, I was watching this, and I thought, it like a, how did it happen? Did it he, was, was like that. and his foot was facing the other way. So he actually was he carried off the back of the mall, I think, and got dragged down and just so in a bad position. And straight away, hand up. They're the ones, but that I was. Get, um, they get um, penalised in league, hey, those hip drop tackles yeah. from the back. Yeah. 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 And I, but I, there was like, you know, three or four moving bodies. But I mean, he's it's tough than as know. an old boot. Because I was watching that and I was, and I was thinking like, oh yeah, like he's taking it pretty well. I don't know what it is. And I see the green whistle. I'm like, what's going on here? Then TJ Cassini, paramedic by trade, runs That's out, on. runs out, secures the leg, gets him. And I said to Zach before the show, I'm like, mate, he was off the field within a few minutes. Like, and that was all TJ. Like, yeah, what a man, eh? But like, love him. I was just thinking, like, oh, it mustn't be that bad. And then the green whistle's coming out, and then I saw yeah. a glimpse of it. and Was like, oh, jeez, oh, like, Put an ankle back yeah.
4: in place like you do a finger. No, uh, they put him on the th- they put him on the stretcher and then just took him straight off. Yeah,
1: yeah. but they get you. So uh, we had a mate dislocate his ankle uh, playing black dogs a few years ago, and. The paramedics rocked up and they've got to try to set it ASAP because blood flow needs to get to it. And he was pumping the green whistle so hard that he's passed out on the table and he's KO'd. And there's two paramedics <laughs> and Flickety Bennets and a couple other people holding him down while he's KO'd on the table outside the change rooms at West while the bloke paramedic oh. is yanking on his ankle. And he's, gone. <laughs> and he's just jamming on his ankle and my mate's like... Just, <laughs> just KO'd and then it pops into place. The paramedic falls arse over Apex... But they did they do try to set it God damn. as soon as possible. Ooh. So and we are getting word Josh Nasser had surgery today. Did, so yeah. very quickly they obviously try to rectify that. So mate, praying for Speed all the recovery, best order, man. So
2: no one likes to see that. But no. mate,
1: he handled that like an absolute trooper and Mac really handled it like a bitch. A back. I back. <laughs> like a back, sorry. Like the outside <laughs> back <that it> is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but your thoughts, Friends, West or UQ this weekend.
2: I'd love to see West win, to be honest, but <coughs> um, if I'm if I'm, poor, it's going to be hard to beat UQ. Yeah. It's in gonna my be opinion, hard. I'd like West to win, but it's going to be hard. It'll to be UQ, yeah. You reckon UQ? I'd
1: love I to get know. proved wrong. as friends. Yeah, said. me too. To like wrong.
2: like 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 you were saying, you just got to they got to play their style yeah. of game. That's like what last time we beat them too was just yeah. You got to play your your city, your game. Start well. Be physical. And then,
1: yeah, the back row battle is going to be nuts. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Um, I if hope it clicks for West. It'd be good to see that. You know, well, we like saw last year just to carve up. We saw last year in that final, uh, like Ben Navo Silangi's yeah. been. Uh, he so. has to be top three for Alec Evans medal this year. He's been that good, I reckon. Yeah, and Pat Mori, Pat like those two have just been sublime all season, I reckon. But the thing is, we saw last year the doggies come out and nearly do jeeps. They started brilliantly last year. Do they have the staying power? Who knows? I'm going the Doggies, of course, but you've got <coughs> one versus two. Two's the form team in the comp and one's been a bit shaky against the two bottom-ranked sides. So, mm. as you said, DOS, a couple of weeks ago, they might be under dumb come finals. Interesting. Hope not. Um, righty, and then on the Sunday out at Skyfleet Stadium at the Doggies, you've got Brothers and Jeeps going toe-to-toe. Friends, Brothers... Again, another one of the form sides in the comp. Plenty of players coming back. Brilliant brand of footy, and the Gallopers probably haven't been as good as they would have liked.
2: Yeah, um, this is going to be another, another like. Obviously, I'm going for Jeeps, but I on like if I'm just being unbiased, Brothers are going to be very hard to beat as well. Um, they're sort of they've been playing good style of footy the last few weeks, and and they've got. Guys like Harry Wilson and those guys back, like it's that they're, they're going to be there to play, and I just hope the the Jeeps boys can get up.
1: They've also got a, a backline consisting of yeah. four class fly halves: Paddy James, James O'Connor, Hamish Stewart, and yeah, Lawson Crichton, and Taylor. And Taylor <laughs> Adams. And Taylor Adams. And Taylor oh Adam's. yeah, fuck, for, forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Um, where did they?
4: Where did they all fit on the weekend? So Hamish was sick, and so was Rabs. So Taylor went back to ten. Lawson played twelve. But I don't know where it all fits this week. It's really tough. Stixie will probably play thirteen again. You think, yep. you know, Lawson at twelve or Lawson at fullback. Maybe Taylor Adams to a wing or Lawson on the wing. You know what I mean, James yeah. O'Connor's going to play ten because he's trying to make the Wallabies. Because he's James O'Connor. I think James I think will play ten right. if Hammer
1: plays. They can probably play pick him at twelve. Can't play anywhere else. And then you got to play Stixie at thirteen, and so it's out of Lawson. Um, is it Taylor or Tyler? Taylor. 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 Does and Lawson go on the sting? I think Lawson came. probably finds himself on a sting with Billy Bully. Does that uh, Billy Bully's done his ACL? Oh uh, shit! It'd be Heiney. Heine. Um Does that set
2: piece? So you gotta like if the boy if, if um, Jeeps rock up um, and their set piece is going to be on song, it'll be hard. It'll be they'll be hard to beat. Well, I was
1: about to say, does that make their backline maybe a little bit disjointed? Like it might. In a semi final, do you really want five guys and four of them playing technically sort of out of position or and then does it come to the forward pack where you'd probably say Jeeps might have the wood? Brothers forward pack's pretty oh, bloody I good don't too. Know.
4: Yeah, brothers' forward pack's pretty good. Some good young kids playing some good footy outside of the super rugby plays. They've got I think scrum wise, and this is probably a question for you, friends, you know, Imosi Takiri, uh Jackson. Jack Straker on the weekend with Marley Namu. Do they make way for more experience or do you still start those guys?
2: I would start... I would start those three. Yeah, I would start those three. Yeah, Bring Moth- Freddie and stuff on. Later. Yeah, Freddie, Freddie and that on at last. Because
4: um, you got Jethro there coming back as well. <sighs>
2: Mossy starts over Jethro. I mean, Mossy's been outstanding. He's been outstanding, outstanding yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I'm just thinking scrum-wise because... I know. Well, you different. think you got Muffy, Jethro and Freddie on the bench. It's not a bad... Yeah. it's a big front
1: game. row to bring on the final 25 yeah. I don't know yeah I reckon that game could literally be the final 15, oh, 15 we, 20 minutes yeah. you, you could probably you'll probably start to see like yeah a lot of set piece penalties come into play yeah like you, you can see sides probably looking to turn the screws at certain times and I think that final quarter of that game is going to be brutal yeah yeah brutal. I mean if, if they're still in the contest like Jeeps brothers have just, they've got much class in their back line they've got so many points in them especially with that mosaic christian at nine who just plays yep. that up tempo game like jeeps will just have to you know if that's their tactic they're just going to have to stay in the fight and hopefully they're there at the 60th minute mark um do they start teddy teller you have to you have to yeah have to. Yep. he yeah. made a huge difference on the weekend didn't he when yeah. he came on yeah
4: 40 minutes even chris kudrani highlighted in his post-game interview you know what i mean
1: is anything happening with Chris Curadrani deleting <laughs> um, Brad Twidale? Oh, like he? He's lucky he hit it Brad Twidale and no one else because he's got a jaw made of concrete. But no he arms. He killed high. it. Was it bad? The referee missed it. No oh. arms, shoulder to the face. Hey, it's
2: all right. Let's just, let's, can we delete this? <laughs> <laughs> <Out of> this? <laughs> I think judiciary's on Monday nights anyway, so hopefully...
1: Uh, it'll, it'll be... yeah. Uh, no. no, it'll be nothing. But, I mean, look, there's a class back line from Jeeps as well yeah be so absolutely i, I hope
2: jeeps win. i hope jeeps win, so jeeps are playing at west's jeeps are brothers at west and west and u q at jeeps yeah yeah okay
1: yeah i'm look i'm hoping the wests and jeeps win um but i'm picking u q and brothers, brothers well they're my Do tips
2: too to u q brothers I mean, who cares? It's just good for club footy. I reckon it's gonna be pumped. It'd be, yeah. all, be good to have it at club
1: at club rugby again. I wouldn't mind the doggies You'd... winning. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Come on, man. I want chips. Um, all righty. Now looking at the shoot shield. Oh god, man, this one is. This was absolutely heartbreaking. Sydney Uni ten to Eastwoods nine. Uh, pretty dour game by way of standards, but like this is. But by way of the two sides, high attacking footballing sides, but. Early penalties, uh Edmed levels it here, and then not too much else from here. At, at uni Scores the only try of the match through that rolling ball. But long story short, 78th minute Tane Edmed has a shot at goal from 45 out, misses it, they knock it on, and then has this opportunity after the Hooter and shits the bed. Oh, no absolutely brutal stuff and that bar out that's, that's rugby though isn't it that's finals oh, footy man so close. Oh, i could have got yeah. that left footed he was bawling his eyes out too mate i mean they were close but that is a sitter every day of the week for a player of their beds quality mm. he <laughs> would be spewing he was crying after the game <laughs> oh the, the poor fella 22 year old skipper of eastwood he'd be better for it oh 100 he's the, he's the type of guy that will bounce back better Yeah He'll never that, miss again
2: He'll never forget that
1: No <laughs> oh, oh man That hurt Mate So there's Sydney Uni um, So funny fact Funny fact Fun fact The last 20 of the 21 grand finals in Shoot Shield Have been contested by at least one of those two sides Eastwood and Sydney Uni Really? hmm That's incredible That's crazy eh? Yeah that's crazy That's shit, man.
4: Oh, I suppose. he's like the last 10, 11 We're pretty years. Pretty similar up here, the same. Haven't well, Eastwood's East won
1: six in 20-odd years, and, U, and Sydney Uni win. 10 or something. Yeah, Uni's been in every grand final since... 2010 or something, right? Yeah. 2000, Gosh, no, crazy. 2012. Maybe 11. I nah, still remember. Was no, no, the that was,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. I still remember when UQ was shit when I first like yeah, yep. started playing Prem's, and you like they were just
1: they were dreadful. Yeah, they were dreadful. And oh six, oh seven, oh eight, they were dreadful. I think 09 is when Hino started. Maybe I think Hino has played finals um, every year bar his first year, yeah. and prior to that, they were absolutely dreadful. Mm, so, <sighs>
3: was
1: that? Oh, South's first yeah. East in 2015. Yeah. yeah. And Chris so, Ortega just beast mode. Whole, oh, yeah. <laughs> winning was, it from four. That was so God. good. Mate, he came in and just, just carried that whole up, side right. on his shoulders. It has shoulders to be the own. best finals performance by an individual. Mate. That, that week or those two weeks from Chris Ortega. Yeah, three <laughs> weeks of him yeah. just decimating everyone else. This ridiculous.
2: He's got like that massive kid in like under 12s. Yes. That's how he played. He's just running <laughs> over <laughs> everybody. Mate. Actually, I reckon... Um, one of my favourite ones too was Brothers oh, I think it was in 2016 Brothers Uni Brothers yeah, Uni Yeah it was 2016 Yeah with Nella And and, and, Nella, and, they, and they just put Nella You know just Back at fullback Yeah <laughs> and him. And just He was just <laughs> Just sending him Oh man that was the best That was so good to watch uh, They should just use him like that in the Wallabies too I
1: reckon <laughs> Yeah bloody oath um, Alright and then Jesus Christ, talk about one of your all-time bed shits. North's playing their worst game of the season, uh, going down 23 points to 13. um, To Gordon, a side who's essentially been playing finals football for the last month or two, North couldn't string anything together. Early penalties traded and then uh, fully putting that first try over there. And then Harrison Goddard has been phenomenal for Gordon since coming back. I think he and Mahe Vailanu have been absolutely huge Uh, for the stakes, but this was really the first opportunity Norse had in the whole game, and then it was shit like this, just bouncing out, early pass, poor finish, and Gordon's defence was unbelievable, Dow. We said last week we thought they played their grand final. Mate, they're looking pretty bloody good. Yeah, we
4: wrote them off. I personally wrote them off last week. I didn't think they'd be there, but Norse were dreadful. Um,
1: Shocking. Like, I mean, it sounds... Hyperbolic, and I don't mean to be a prick. No, no, but no. They were, they were just well they, Like they, they were, were shocking. so
4: consistent all year, and they had a few average games, but that was by far their worst game of the year. They couldn't string anything together. And then I think, in my opinion, I think Brian Melrose was just tactically spot on with everything he did, and, and Gordon came out and did a, a really tif- terrific job of disrupting it, and then Reese McDonald. I thought he was really, really awesome, good. Mister Consistent, kicking goals. And has, he been playing,
1: has he been playing? He's been playing ten most of the year. Hey, uh, he, pl- he sort of switches between the two. But Jack I McGregor think, came um, back a yeah. few weeks ago. They've actually they were playing Jack McGregor at fifteen for a few weeks. 15. Now they've actually switched over, and mm. it seems to be working pretty well. It gives it Reese a little bit more time. Yeah, his kicking game's probably better than Jack it McGregor's. Is. Yeah. Um, but he's also he's a good player, man. I rate him. McGregor actually is he's like all attack, so he tends to. Take the ball forward before he sort of distributes, which is good. So, mate, this fucking stag, the Highlanders are looking pretty really good, mate. Mm. So, it's exciting. I don't know, mate. I look. Who are we thinking? So, this coming this uh, uh, coming up this weekend, you've got um, Gordon playing Sydney Uni in the Shoot Shield final at Leicato on Saturday. Arvo, uh, friends, who are you packing? I'm going Uni. I reckon
2: they'll anyway. win. I reckon
1: they'll win. Dow. I'm going to go Gordon. Yeah! What? Didn't last week? Didn't he? I don't know. I wrote him off last week. 100%. You said last week it's Sydney Uni's to lose. Yeah, well, you it said, it is. said they're going to win
4: it. to lose, but I'm going to change that because <coughs> I don't think Sydney Uni have played well, and so it means that they might come out at an absolute blitz on the weekend, but I think momentum's a big thing Yep. come mm-hmm. finals, right? Talk about cohesion, you know what I mean. Gordon are playing with a lot
1: of cohesion, and they've got guys like Harrison Goddard back. You've got um, a little bit of Mahe, experience, who having come back, a
4: few X Factor players. They Harrison just snuck
1: a... into the eight. Yeah, they have. Yep.
4: So i yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say, Gordon.
2: Ooh. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna Gordon too. <laughs> <laughs> Dell makes a lot of sense.
1: <laughs> I could be wrong, Dossy boy. Uh, yeah, I really don't give a shit, but I'll say Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll say Gordon, too. All right. I, I'm barracking for Gordon as yes, well. Yeah, it's clean sweep. Yeah, we're all going for we're the back, stags, baby. mate. Up the stags. Woo! <laughs> we're
2: back, uh, baby.
1: <laughs> mate. <laughs> mate, yeah. Gordon, look, they're still the reigning champs from, what, two years ago. So, I don't know, mate. Like, they, they look like the side they mm. were a couple of years ago when they yeah. were damn near unstoppable. When you had Vailanu on the Ken Catchpole, they were just... Geordie um, Goddard, their number eight. James Luff, their skipper at seven. He is just inspirational, as mate. So if he plays the same way he did on the weekend just gone, this coming weekend, mate, they are doing everything right to to jag that shoot shield. So, um, righty then. Now it's time for our rugby segment for this week, um, friends. Your rugby, we touched on it before. It's Mariki Coddle. We bet there.
2: Yep, just absolutely ending, blokes. Running as hard as he can, just being an absolute wrecking
1: ball slash menace. Look at that stutter set. Just power and pace, just absolutely everything going for him. And then it gets better every. This is the best thing I've ever seen. Burst! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that was just the best thing I've ever seen. Look how
4: fast he's running! Uh, Look where he's come from! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> how is he not knocked out? Oh, absolute absolute missile. Boom. See, and so many South African pundits are like, you should have been carded for that. And I'm like... Makazola Zola jumped into Marcus contact. He went to wrap his arms, but Mappimpy jumped into contact and yeah. hit it Pimpy down. he comes off his left foot. He probably scores. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That, and see, this is exactly what we were talking about before. The spring box were just off. Yeah, We spoke last week, when is, um best well, winger. Yeah,
2: one of the best finishers. Like yeah. you, oh, that's what I was thinking. He like was he like, like, could have. <laughs> but, no, but then he sort of had those two guys there as well. I don't know. I don't reckon... He, he must have just seen Krumbeady coming, I don't think. No, I no, don't think, think he No one did. All of a sudden... <laughs> All of a sudden,
4: he's came from I didn't the see him in live, and I was like, "Whoa, who was that?"
1: Yeah, I was just like, "What just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> he's hidden, just and just bang. When, when's his deal with Panasonic up?
4: Ah, uh, it's a good question. I don't know. I think yeah. next year.
1: I think it's under two year. God, surely rugby one of the Super Rugby teams. Why? I mean, like, surely they're going to go all in to get him back. How
3: old is he now? Why wouldn't you just let him I go? I think he's twenty nine. Just let him do what he yeah, wants, man. Still and just bring back still for in the test. Still
2: in his twenties, eh? yeah. Just bring him back for the test. Yeah, yeah just bring him for the test, mate. Mate, I love. He just he is he's he's like um he's like a batir just super hard. Just does not care. Like you know that was technique wise, that was a horrible tackle, <laughs> head in the wrong place. You know all that sort of stuff, and he just ends people. But I
4: think what he's dos. You'll be able to explain this better than everyone. But. W- what he's been able to develop since mm. coming to rugby. There there's a play on the weekend where South Africa hit a 50-22. He sprinted back at full gas, catches the ball on the sideline, turns pirouettes, it's and then it. kicks the ball from inside his 22 out on the 50-meter line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the guy couldn't kick when he started. Yeah, yeah, like physically would like throw it, drop it, and then just and kick. Like For him to be able to do that, I think he's super well-rounded now. Yeah. Yep. And that's the most impressive part about it. Because usually you think he was never
2: going to kick it back. Yeah, hey, you'd yeah. just be like, "Oh, run it, yeah. mate." Yeah,
1: but oh man. But that—that's—that's that's actually quite a lot of players in Aussie rugby at the moment. You know, guys like Jordan Petaia, Jock Campbell was one who's been working so hard on his kicking game. You've got a lot of I guys. Mean, but yeah, Jordan, Jordan and Jock—they're naturally skillful. I think Marika is something that you know, and similar to. I remember he's when, just freakishly athletic. He's freakishly athletic. Like when Eddie Jones was at the Reds with Digby. He said the whole pre, like a whole pre-season from october to february he was like digby you can't go one day without a rugby ball in your hands because his hands were terrible and so digby would walk around on the weekends and shopping malls and he'd just have a rugby ball the whole time and marika you know it's a different game these days but even against england you know he's showing his left to right yeah. when he's running those second mans the kicks on the weekend i mean he is probably insanely fit because yeah, he, he doesn't to. let down. And so he's his t- top, yeah, yeah, yeah. top like his top there must speed be.
2: meters, like you know what I mean? Like it's not like it's just he's having a run and that's it. He's like like running everywhere.
1: Just just <laughs> define just define science. Yeah, man. Like, you know, punching a pack we a day and playing eighty minutes <laughs> of test footy at the highest intensity. Um, yeah, man, he's a freak. And I, I, I'm with Dow. I mean, the development in his game from when he first came into rugby, he's obviously Fiji and it's he, its in his innate being to be a good rugby player or, you know, have that flair. But coming over from league into rugby, he's just progressed, you know, phenomenally. And he's, yeah, he's brilliant. Best he player in the world at the moment. He is the he best player in be. the world at the moment, mate. What it he brings to, to that Wallaby side is ridiculous. Dow, uh, your rugby, we've spoken about it before.
4: Pat Morey, mate. He's been sensational. He's just leading from the front Last
1: couple of weeks I just thought to throw this in Just gets late deleted <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, But just the way he plays Like he's speeding the game up He's backing the game plan He's leading from the front Look at this line Breaks it here And then has a peace of mind To link up out wide I reckon this is one, one of his Ethan best McPherson. years it's, it's yeah He's been like, phenomenal like, He started the year slow mm. Obviously he had that you know, he's lost his finger as well in the off-season. Had that chopped off. Oh, did he get that chopped off? Yeah. he yeah, yeah, like got
2: a little finger now. Is that but was the, the, that was his, this one was right angle, that one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> and so he's come back and, and he's just built into the year. And he's been absolutely sensational to kind of come the back end. And he is just brilliant. He, I've never
2: seen him this, like, he, It's like he's always been like one of those hard work. He's always been into everything. But the amount of, like, sort of involvements I see him where he's sort of making a break or he's... Ball playing or something, and setting something up like yeah. like what it's we just been, saw. Yeah, yeah. is you solid. know,
1: and we, like we spoke earlier on it, earlier on in the show about timing and guys getting the right opportunities. And I mean, and he'll be one of those guys. I'm not too sure how old he is now. I think he's only
2: 25 or
1: something. Uh, 25, 27, 27, I think. Why is he 27? Yeah, but you know, he might like you know, he's been consistently one of the best players in um, the Hospital Cup for like the last four or five years. But you know, we've had guys like Fraser McWright, Harry Wilson, Angus Scott Young, just coming through at the same time, yep. already in the system. And then it's like, uh, is this guy he's know, sort of doing like a, enough to displace them? Probably not. He's, he's not. sort of like that awkward size. Too, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Like exactly. Zach and I, I were it? talking about yeah. it beforehand. It's like he's, he's so much thicker this year than he has been a lot mm. of the other years, but he's also not really – he's probably not mobile enough – like he's great on the ball, but not like a Fraser McRae who yeah. seven, can get every hill and stuff like and that. Doesn't but, have he, the height for but he the doesn't line have out. the height for six. But he's also probably not beefy enough for yeah. eight. Like he's a bit of an enigma, but he can play all those I mean, positions that's tot- so well. That, that that is right. But you know, in a different time, he gets his opportunity. And yeah. someone like Pat Murray is a fifty Super Rugby game
3: player. Yep. He's Easy. um
1: he he actually had the training deal with the uh the Rebels last season. Down twenty twenty. Yeah. So, he has been on the radar, has had opportunities. I think, yeah, I just... I, I honestly reckon it's just...
3: It's just timing. Yeah, mate, it's, it's just timing. timing. and genetics. Yeah. He's, know, not, he's, not, he's not the see, first one, They mate. probably see someone like yeah. him
1: and go, fuck, we've got someone who may, might be six inches taller and we might be able to train them up, you know, like... I don't it's know like, how you know, much that like plays a part, but it has to play yeah. something. And, yeah, he's just been behind some generational players. But, mate, he... He will go down as one of the greatest UQ rugby players 100 percent no like no two work, two ways about it like they had and they just had this back row system there where they go like Connor Mitchell uh fucking Jack Gangen <laughs> Pat Mori, and it's like for fuck's sake like hmm. you, know, you know
4: what the best thing is about UQ is nothing. Besides Harry Hockings, they haven't had a genuine mm. second rower. Second rower. <laughs> Isaac Layer, Kyle and he, he's a front rower. He killed it too. And he was a beast playing in the second row. Well, so has game? that
1: come down from the Rebels? So he's actually a contracted super rugby no, no, prop the, for the Rebels? Rebels. Is he? Yeah. Yes.
2: Cuz that's what I thought cuz I thought He's like actually number 4, guy, like, like, I'm like, This a sure classic plastic He was a um it was a prop or something like he that. He is. He's contracted Rebels as
1: a prop. blows my mind, hey. Mate, he was a beast Like He was he was probably awesome. the best player on the field and the thing not? is I've never really thought he was a good prop But I've always thought he's a good footy player But I've been like He's not a good prop Because he's, he's young And he's he's lean And he's not My strong enough God he was a beast So That's I don't so know oh, I don't, I, I, Mick Heenan you're a freak. He's a genius. Mm.
4: He hasn't had a second row over 195
1: I centimetres. I know, man. Apart from Mario Hockey. It annoys me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it annoys yeah. me. Just, just, yeah, like just, yeah, just so just fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're a little bit taller than him, you go in there. <laughs> and it's like, props are like four inches taller than him. It. Like, it's ridiculous. I don't know how they do it. Hmm. <sighs> anyway. <sighs> Lineouts obviously don't matter that much <laughs> in games.
2: No, it doesn't. Like, if you've got someone who can he's throw a right. ball <laughs> and someone who can jump and g- Fuck off,
1: Dust. <laughs> you got me. Right, <laughs> <laughs> a, bit, a bit hard man uh dos your your rugby the aussie, sevens, the aussie sevens yeah i mean it's you know you were harping on about it earlier on like absolutely phenomenal effort the first time they've ever won a world series um you know it's no mean feat and yeah just speaking volumes of what's happening with the seven circuit at the moment i mean the boys the men and the women both doing unreal things but yeah this was it just sustained, consistent performance over the last six to nine months or however long the series goes for. And yeah, I'm sure, you know, they're still celebrating. Oh, mate, they'll be going hard. We have In to LA. get Dietrich Roach In LA. going. <laughs> <as well>. Oh, <laughs> Billy Meeks will be showing them. He'll be the showing best. them everywhere. So like, this is where you get good coffee, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like big Billy kissy lips. Yeah. Oh, mate. This is you get those little Botox injections to get these Do you reckon, mate, his lips? <laughs> oh, mate. he. would oh. like to plant one right on him, eh? Just see what it's all about. Yep. Mate, they look awesome. Okay. They're dreamy. Speaking of, uh, Where we going um, And now my rugby for this week. Did we end up getting this footage, Zach? Whoop, but shit in the bed. Uh, I was meant to get the footage and I forgot to get it. Downloaded <laughs> it from Huddle. Um, but my my rugby. It was going to be Bien Torita. So shout out to her for bagging two on debut at the age of nineteen. But mine is the North Eagles Colts. I know we were given a bit of a shout-out earlier this year and Dan Ritchie, after they um, they smoked Wes at Wes mm. by 30 or 40-odd points. So they actually uh, they had the buy on the weekend just gone, but the week before that, they were just outside the top four and they were playing Wes, who have locked in the fourth spot as of last weekend, and they had to do everything in their power to smoke them and they beat them 50 points to 19 at home. And missed out on a final spot by one win. So equal number of wins as Wes, who came fourth, nine from sixteen, I think it is. And this is a side that, like, without uh, being rude, have been no useless, comically terrible. Mm. Like they have. They they've been they've been very poor, and they've jagged nine wins in a season. Just missed out on finals twice. Have smoked the side that came in fourth. Like. We did I'll, I'll have to show some highlights Some other time But Dan actually sent me Some of those highlights And mate Their little halfback I think George Stokes Is an absolute gun Like they They are We're talking about cohesion What Dan Ritchie's done With those guys And They are Norse juniors They've come in They're ragtag Hopefully they stay They need to stick around And it needs to keep going on Well yeah. that's the big thing right yeah, So it's 100%. now it's Norse
4: job To keep this group Yep And then hold them together And bring them through As, as from being great players Because you know, that's your five-year plan. Mm, right? yeah. Let's not recruit 500 different people next year and bring them in from left, right and centre. Let's build this group and bring them through. And in five years' time, all of a sudden we're playing finals at a Premier Grade level. All yeah. of a sudden yeah. we're vying for the Premiership.
2: Yeah. And that's just mean. keep and just keep trying to bring that foundation. Correct. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's but also keep bringing them through so it just keeps directly yeah. feeding up.
1: And your five-year plan shouldn't even involve Prems. No, that's right. It should be like whatever happens up there happens. But what we're doing here is this year we just messed out on finals. Next year we're playing finals. The year after that we're going to the granny and we're winning it. Like yeah. they need to be setting those goals and hitting them. And if Dan Richie, like Dan Richie, mate, like I think you touched on it, Doss. Like he knows his shit. Mm. He's an awesome coach. He was coaching resies at West for a while there. and He's got a brilliant rugby coaching brain. And I think like if he can just keep his North Juniors coming through – and hopefully they're setting this, the standard now, being like, no, no, we don't fuck about. We're here to win. These young kids can come through and go, oh, there's actually something there for me. And yeah, like, as you said, Dal, it's their their five-year plan needs to just kick off from now. So, mate, yeah, special shout-out to the North, e- North Eagles Colts. Like, I know they've copped a lot of shit in their time. <coughs> kind of a lot for me. But, like... testament to her mate absolutely awesome Um, gutted they're not playing finals but bittersweet considering the doggies made it instead so Um, but that's all good so uh, yeah that rounds out this week's episode of the pack show hopefully next week we do have some uh, big guests and aren't weird (laughs) Um, uh, Jesus Jesus I just forgot about that that was insane man perineum or one of the all time sex pests um But that rounds out this week's episode of The Pack Show. As I said, be sure to tune in next week. As always, like, subscribe, share our content. Get the word out there. Let's get the game back to where it should be. Zachy boy in the ones and twos. Thank you very much. Doss, Dallin, Freeney, go home, rest up. (laughs) (coughs) Eat a banana or something. Get those serotonin (laughs) up, buddy boy. Um, Thanks for tuning in. As always, like, subscribe and share our content. We'll see you next
3: week. Ciao.